WZBC Free Association 90.3 Boston College. Andrew Stern is here. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for the invite. We are going to play some music of yours and uh, maybe chat about some other stuff as well. It's interesting to get an hour with you just with <laughs> without all the craziness of rehearsals and everything else. And without beer. <laughs> should have thought of that. So uh, tell us about that group, Telescope. That was uh, and James Rohr, right? Was in is in that group. James Rohr, uh, great, this great organ player, great everything, great everything man. Uh, he's the whole package, as they say. Um, yeah, James Rohr on keys, uh, Mike Connors on drums, and uh, Greg Lofman on bass. And um, I was listening to a bunch of um, Telecaster players, Telecaster Fender, Telecaster guitar. And got inspired, I don't know, maybe four or five years ago. I'm listening to some players, Jim Campolongo and local Duke Levine and uh, other guys like that. Yeah, that Mm -hmm. guy's great. And uh, just, uh, I've got a couple tellies and just, you know, it's a sound, it's a thing, it's kind of an approach. And I wanted to get into it a little bit. And then I had a bunch of uh, originals and a couple covers. And so I just called a session and put this together. And it's just kind of that's the only rule for that band is it must be a telecaster guitar. Aside from that, anything you know can happen. So, yeah. um, so made that record and it's all live. There's uh, there's no overdubs aside from that theremin. Uh, oh, was that what that was? That was the theremin. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, and who was playing that? Yours truly, man. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Where'd you get that? Uh, I. Built a theremin when I was living down in New York. I got a Is kit. That right? Yeah, from uh, from uh, Big Briar uh, Moog's company. I had no so, idea. Yeah, you can you can that. order a kit, and if you have the most basic soldering skills, you can put it together. <laughs> I so I have one. <laughs> I didn't know you had a theremin. We got to use. That I know. <laughs> now I'm gonna have to lug that to rehearsals. All right, great. Glad I mentioned. Know, that. You should never mention that. <laughs> yeah, right. That's funny. I I I thought that was uh, James doing. You know, he's so all over the place. Yeah, that might have been James. So no, that's, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Like to sneak that in. I know you do too. Oh yeah. <laughs> so that was uh, that was telescope, and before that, we played your trio, right? The trio. Yep, Andrew Stern trio. That's uh, me with Jeff Charland on upright bass and the great Eric Rosenthal on drums. And um, that recording is from I think we made that maybe three years ago. And a completely different approach, um, you know, just another hat, kind of uh, more of a, I don't know if you want to call it free jazz, for lack of a better term, but... Um, yeah, I was going to ask you, are you writing that stuff? Because it, like, it sounded like, just from hearing that track, it sounded like you had kind of laid out some, some chord structures, but it was pretty free. The middle section's free there. Uh, that was a tune I wrote a long time ago, and I played in a couple different situations, and it just works so great with those guys. But, um, yeah, it's more of a... I don't know, more of a raw, kind of loose, free, it's not jazz, but that kind of approach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you can hear that with Jeff. You guys feed yeah. off each other so well. You know? Right. That's He's just it. such an amazing, both those guys, Eric and Jeff, both are just amazing. Logged thousands of hours with Huge those guys. listeners. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Big years, for sure. And you've been playing, um, you've been playing at the Lilypad for many years, yes. right? Or, yeah, that's been an important part of my musical um Diet life. Um, Gil Aaron over there, who is the owner operator, right. um, pianist, composer. I played a show over there about seven or eight years ago, and Gil asked me to stick around to play immediately afterwards with his band. Um, anyone who knows him knows that he's a very uh, open guy, to say the least. And so I jumped up and had so much fun playing that music. And I called him the next day and said, Can I come back? next week and he yeah. said yeah of course you can and then um started doing it every week and when was that what year uh, that was a long time ago right yeah it was probably like oh nine or something oh, wow. like that wow um that's great. and so playing solely gill's music and uh thank god for that guy he's a total hero he makes it happy you know just by having that place that anything place is amazing yeah anything goes there you right. know and uh usually does and um playing his music is just it's so much fun we did it last night at the midway cafe and it's very open he's got really interesting writing style yeah, he's a great writer and just yeah. his approach to music is is very free and very open and um you know we have we've played this music so much and uh we usually play it different every time and uh i'm, I'm i consider myself very fortunate to be a part of that group 
So you, you you got so many bands here. I don't know where. I mean, we're just trying to go through as many of them as we can. But this is another one, Old Soldiers, that you know we've played with before. Yep. And we should play a track off of this. You want to talk about about this? Um, old Soldiers just kind of fits. It, it, it's my rock release, uh, basically. I I write the tunes. I sing. It's the only time I really ever sing, um, which I enjoy. Uh, I write all the lyrics um, and then just throw all this stuff in front of the guys. This is uh, Greg Loafman, Jared Seabrook, and again, James Rohr on keys. And um, it's just another side, you know, and uh, I totally have a blast doing it. I've almost got the next record written. And, uh, we, you know, it's nothing we do on a super regular basis, kind of get out maybe every three or four months and do a show and just have a good time hanging out and um, and doing this stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Let's play a track off of this. This is Kings, right? Kings off of Soon is a Long, Long Time.
You're listening to WZBC 90.3, Boston College, Free Association. And we're listening to music from Telescope, Air Traffic Controller. And that was Sunset 79. Andrew Stern is here. Thanks for coming in. Thank you again. You want to talk about this particular record? So this was recorded a few years back, is that right? Yeah, a couple of years back. All three of these records that we've heard so far have been recorded over at Q Division with my good friend and excellent engineer, Rafi Sofer. He's the and man. He's the guy we're about to get into in a couple of days, you and me right. with him. And um, just making things easy and good over there. So, uh, yeah, again, you know, just totally live, um, no edits, and... Uh, I don't know. Man. Yeah. I was just realizing how it's it's kind of interesting to listen to these things. I never really listened to these different projects back to back. It's kind yeah, of interesting yeah. to uh, to com- compare and contrast. Well, we were just talking about having different bands and how it's ideally you want every band to have a different personnel, but sometimes you get an availability issues and so forth. Right. Yeah. It's a, it's a good stable to have these guys. You know, uh, close buddies, and we've all played so much together. So you yeah, know, you right. can throw this stuff in front of. You know, all these, any, all of these guys, and uh, I think it turns out okay. So, uh, let's think about what we're going to play next. So, we, we, you brought in some Mark Rebo stuff, right? Yeah, Mark's a hero of mine, and uh, I know he is for you too, and many other guitar players. Um, you and I just saw him a couple weeks ago at the right. Bible Theater playing solo. Uh, what was the name of that film he was playing? I, forget I don't what know. Was. It was I gotta look that up. Yeah, yeah. it's great. It's hard to hard to know where to begin with, with Reba, but you brought in Don't Blame Me, which I think is his, it's all him playing standards, right? Yeah, this record, um, I forget when it's from, maybe um, late 90s or something like that. Uh, yeah, mid-90s, on 95. Um, there's something where he pairs everything down and interprets a, a, a song, and it's uh, usually on the dark side of things. It's spare. Uh, I remember reading a uh, an article by I think New York Times jazz critic writer Ben Ratliff, and he he, he talked about Rebo being kind of unsoph- playing like a country slash unsophisticated style, and that's always kind of stuck with me. And it's you know it's. It's definitely an unclean approach, and some people love it like me. Some people hate it, you know, because I don't think they get it. Um, maybe it's raw. Know. It's it's emotional. It's visceral. It's yeah. in your face, and right. it's, it's 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 beautiful stuff, man. I, mean, I just the the way he, he has such a touch and such a sound. He's one of those guys you can tell instantly. You know. That's, yeah, exactly that's, right. You hear it immediately. Let's play a track off of this. So this is. In the mood, in the mood for love. I'm in the mood for love. Yeah. An old tune, and the, again, here's a perfect example of just a crazy good interpretation. It's you know, it's so anti guitar. You know, <laughs> it's so far from shredding. It's right. you know, it's about sound. It's about character. It's about personality. You know, just imagine. You, you get an impression of, for me, you know, it's like I hear a crotchety old man, you know, thinking about, well, just play it and you'll see what you come up with. Thank you. 
Association, WCBC 90.3, Boston College. Music from Mark Rebo there off of his record, Saints. And that was the title track, Albert Eiler piece. What an incredible sound. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, going back to what we were talking about earlier, it's, it's the touch, it's the, um, it's the texture, it's the, the whole sonic landscape. I mean, it's instantly recognizable. I just... I, I, I just absolutely love it. Yeah, and the, and then the, we were just talking about that he in, I'm in the mood for love was the piece before that, and it's the first track on the record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little grading, <laughs> which is supposed to be a standards record, right? It was like a great <laughs> opener to that. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, I had the, we was just talking to to uh, Andrew earlier. I had the pleasure of going in and actually speaking with him as a part in his apartment and recording some of these some of these songs live. And then talking to him about Albert Eiler, and uh, there's two Albert Eiler tracks on this particular record, mm-hmm. Saints, and then Holy, Holy, Holy. He's a huge mm-hmm. Albert Eiler fan. And shortly after that, he started a new band called Spiritual Unity. Right. With uh, um, I can't believe I'm uh, <laughs> Henry Grimes. Uh, Henry Grimes on yeah. bass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, I forget who's, who's playing drums on that, but of course Henry Grimes is, had played with Eiler. Exactly. Um, in the '60s, so that was quite a. And, and that band sounds amazing as well. I want to play a record that that uh, I thought I would play for you, 
which is uh, the title track off of Paris, Texas, which is this Vin Vendors film. And mm-hmm. I know you're a huge fan of Ry Cooter. Love Ry. Yeah, and and I think one of your Desert Island records was yeah. Boomer Story. Boomer Story, right? We should, Absolutely. yeah, we should maybe. We I should have brought that, that in. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think I had that somewhere around here. Yeah, you know, Rai is so special. I got to see him a couple months ago at the Berkeley Performance Center um, playing, like, gospel, like, church music and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, I was going to ask you about that. What what was he? Do- what was the concept behind that? Was he playing guitar and singing, or was it just... Uh, it was with Ricky Skaggs oh, wow. and okay. um, his wife and her father and her sister and uh i didn't know what we were getting into necessarily (laughs) it's fortunate to have great seats right up front i mean um how often is it that he comes to town and play i mean yeah right he's never here um but you know he's one of these torch carriers and heroes you know one of these guys who really goes around connecting with um people who are really important uh stepping stones in um the history of American music, you know, he's going around and he's playing with, uh, you know, John Lee Hooker, and then oh, yeah. of course, you know, he went down to Cuba, and that was his biggest record with the Buena Vista stuff, and just right, hooking right. up, you know, and picking up all these things. Huge and really, years. He's a musicologist himself, right? exactly. He knows so much, putting it all through the filter. Yeah. It's so genuine. What a treasure of that guy. And um, from a guitar standpoint, it's just, you know, it's it's so rich, and there's just there's an approach to it. Um, with uh, slide guitar and uh, that sound and that world and he's he's developed a lot of that and so there's a lot to learn from him there you know so yeah um this i'm not exactly sure what you're going to play on well this is this is the i got the vinyl here this is the uh the paris texas and there's a lot of slide on this particular song it's actually it's actually his take on blind willie johnson dark was the night oh right yeah so it's a Right at right at the top, you hear that. Uh, it's a really interesting score by Ry Cooter.
You're listening to WZBC Free Association, and this is David Tronzo, right? Yes, it is. Tronzo Trio. And uh, Andrew Stern is here. He's bringing in a lot of his uh, influences. We're listening to some of his own music. And before that, we heard uh, this great uh, record that you brought in, Ry Cooter and... Uh, Biswa Mohan Bat. Yeah, that, that was incredible. Yeah, that's a really interesting record because Rye is panned left and... Mohan Bot is panned right, and they're doing kind of similar things, but you can, it's just like the cultures are right there, panned right and left for you <laughs> yeah, to compare good. and contrast. And it, and they, they're remarkably similar in so many regards. And, um, you know, it's just kind of a lesson of, um, of uh, technique and shading and phrasing and all these interpretation yeah, and interpretation you know you've working with the same material coming from two different cultures and hey what do you know they they match up pretty darn well i think yeah and this is uh you know we both know tronzo you've met him before i've, I've played with him on a, on a couple different uh contexts an amazing amazing slide side guitar player. Yeah, Tronzo was huge for me when I was living in New York in the late 90s. Uh, as it turned out, I was living or I was working with his then girlfriend, now wife, and she said come check out my boyfriend, you know, play at the um, Knitting Factory, which was down in Tribeca at that point, and I did and it just totally totally blew my mind. I mean, I, I owe so much to him. Um, he's really like a prime reason why I'm doing what I'm doing uh, it was just a great example of uh, of giving the instrument a voice and I you know I, I played guitar for a long time up until that point and uh, he just made so much sense to me and made so many other things possible just like blew open realms you know of uh of uh, playing, I'd go to see him down there at the club, and it's just like everything would, everything would turn into a cartoon in the room, and it's just like it had this animated effect, and it was so alive and so, um, yeah, just remarkably animated. It's just, I, yeah, I saw him do all kinds of interesting things, like this stuff here, where he's playing using a bottle on the on the neck. Yeah, and, and all a lot of, of extended techniques, yeah. um, so many different approaches. I mean, uh, probably the biggest thing that I took away from him was, uh, and I think he got this from a Wayne Shorter masterclass, if I remember my lesson correctly, uh, of putting an, an, a face on every note, um, which is a great way to think of it. You know to Give give your playing you know personality yeah right. and he does that to the extreme I just love that guy well let's play uh, let's play a, a a piece that we worked on together off of the far end of the world which is the the, the um, this band the Confessions and we recorded this I think it was 2011 yeah. and this first this track here we're gonna play is Resurrection which if I remember correctly it's you and Carla Kilstead mm-hmm. right that's right and I just gave gave you two a set of chords and right. it was like off to the races <laughs> yeah and you also provided the example of um neil young right off of sure, uh, yeah. right what's what's the that's dead man dead man yeah, dead man so i listened to that and uh i'm i had neil forgotten I'd, I'd forgotten I'd oh yeah no that, that has a tremendous uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, of influence on 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 the approach to this particular track yeah. um and neil young is another big giant uh, guitar, well, music influence on me. Um, not so much to say there, but yeah, let's listen to this track. It's uh, that was that was a fun session.
they are singing for all you wayward sailors. Poor Lazarus, he shipwrecked off the island of Bethany. He sank down to the ocean floor, all tangled in seaweed, and he slept one thousand years down in the mine. Old Lazarus was kept alive, but didn't come to know it. Until one night he looked to the stars, inquiring all dead poets and Keats and Poe and Tennyson. They all unraveled too. They said, "Son, you've only one foot in the grave." Another sailor bows and throws himself into the water, and he's seen this man before somewhere with darkened eyes upon him. He said he was once a prisoner until his angel freed him, and he wished upon the stars and disappeared. Then did she ride to him from many miles away? She told him that she loved him and she asked for him to stay. He'll never know the answer to the prayer he never prayed. Well, up come old Lazarus, up come old Lazarus from the grave. As he washed ashore, the sunlight bathed upon him. He crept out from the darkness of his solitary chamber, with blinking eyes and whitened hair. From all the years of questioning, a lifetime all but swept up by the waves. He crawled out from the ocean and he lay back down beside her, still breathing on the sand. He whispered all the words that mattered. But long ago they parted like the weeds fall from the shoreline, and he slept one thousand years down in the mine. Then did she ride to him from many miles away? She told him that she loved him and she asked for him to stay. He'll never know the answer to the prayer he never prayed. Well, up come old Lazarus, up come old Lazarus from the grave.
Feels like just yesterday. Yeah, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> really does. Andrew Stern is here, and he was the guitarist on that on that track, Nanahala, Beat Circus. I guess that was 08 we recorded that? Somewhere around 08, 08 09. 1908. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a fun one. Uh, that was one that we played live quite a bit with that band. Yeah. Yeah. Always a highlight in the set, for sure. And then before that was... Uh, Resurrection and Upcome Old Lazarus. Mm-hmm. You and Carla Kilstead opening that that piece right off of the uh, the Farn of the World. Come hear that at Great Scott June first. That's right. That's right. With uh, Future Carnivores and Field Day. Mm-hmm. So I uh, hope you guys will check that out. Great Scott is a great great room, great sounding room. Uh, so we're looking forward to that. So let's play a track off of your uh, your record, Small Victory here. Yep. What 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 is the, um, what is the track we're going to play here? This one is Rioja, and uh, again, this is Eric Rosenthal and Jeff Charlin. This is a tune that I actually wrote for an old trio of mine called Fat Little Bastard. That uh, you know, <laughs> I love that name. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm pretty spread thin these days. I'm playing a lot and parenting a lot and working a lot. Uh, I don't get the opportunity to write as much as I'd like to, so a lot of times I'll go back and uh, find old stuff that I really like and put it in the hands of. Uh, Kind of new situations, and um, this is an example of that. It's you and uh, Jeff Charland and Eric Rosenthal, right? Yes. Bass and drums. Mm-hmm. All right, thanks for coming in, man. It's Thank been a you. pleasure. Yes, indeed. Thanks for having me. You listen to WZBC, Free Association.